and welcome to episode 32, season 2 of Our Small Holding Life, Warts and All. Good morning everybody, it's Thursday morning and uh, it's 8 o'clock, it's um, dull, overcast, feels like it's going to rain, I don't think it's going to, I think the rain's going to bypass us, at times it's muggy because I know that the rain that's going up um, the east side of the country is uh, got thunderstorms in it, so it's muggy. Yeah, it's, um, it's a nondescript kind of day. And it uh, wouldn't be so bad if I thought we were going to get some of the rain, but definitely, unless it's shifted overnight, it's definitely going to miss us entirely, <laughs> which is um, oh, a shame because everything... So we were out in the paddocks last night with Samantha and the kids filling up the um, horses' water and... I said to Sam, I can't, you know, the paddock, they're just so crispy and dry and uh, it's, it's so difficult to believe it. I've not seen it like this in the whole entire time we've ever been here. You know, we've had summers where we've had torrential rain and um, winters where we've had torrential rain, but it's definitely, I don't know, it's, um, it was a mild winter, dry winter, dry spring, dry summer, it's not good. Um... Yeah, and now we've got a hosepipe band too, so brilliant. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, the, the, just the whole, everything just seems to be going to pot at the minute. Um, I'm sorry if you've had to wait all week long to hear, if you were listening, waiting for the news of the of the um, update on the baby. Uh, Charlotte was discharged from hospital yesterday and they couldn't find her a place because they wanted to try and find her a place to stay there. But they couldn't. So she had to come home and she was fine with that. She sort of adjusted to that and that was fine because yesterday um, baby was doing well. And um, I can, his name is Oscar. <laughs> he has got a name. Um, Oscar was doing well, feeding well. And then I've just got a message this morning to say that they rang HDU and overnight they took his uh, fluid line out and he's been feeding on the bottle um well overnight and you know so hopefully today uh later today they will discharge him too and he can come home which is great um he still i think he still has to go back up for shots of antibiotic um for a couple of days but apart from that um he's good to come home i think unless anything changes in the meantime which would be um fabulous for them to then start i know you know there are people out there who their babies in in hospital a lot longer and you know far more life-threatening than his has been but even so it's uh you know when it's you in your situation it's really worrying it's an emotional roller coaster of a ride um especially for charlotte who's you know hormones are just like pinging all over the place and um yeah so hopefully um he will be home later today that would be good. I could, <laughs> I've not been able to focus, as you can imagine, on anything else, really. Uh, my, my entire thought process has just been um, through the week, you know, how Charlotte's doing, how the baby's doing, how Mac is holding up to it and everything. So, um, and, you know, endless, endless messages and phone calls and stuff like that, as you can imagine. So I really haven't been able to focus on anything really uh, which is um, another thing that's you know when you you know run a place like this and you've got a massive life events um that can that can suddenly become all-consuming I mean over the years the last few years we've had 
a few, you know, where uh, John's dad died and then his mum, you know, got ill and she died and then my dad died and then his partner died. So it's just like, I, I just feel like, I know this life and it happens, you just feel battered from it. You know, you feel completely battered all the time. Um, but hopefully uh, we've got, hopefully baby will come home. We've got the wedding next week. And after that, I can sort of focus a lot more on on life here and um you know maybe try maybe nice to try and get away for a weekend just to uh have some headspace um so this morning I've been up well actually last night I so I've got a, a quite a big order um three bouquets and three handheld poses today um for a lady who wants to give them um as thank yous uh and she messaged me last night and um asked if she could pick them up mid-morning. So I said, yeah, that's fine. So that meant I actually, last night, about eight o'clock, I was cutting the flowers um, last night so that they could uh, condition overnight so that she can pick them up in the middle of the morning today. Um, But that's fine. It was a cool evening. So it wasn't, um, you know, had it been a hot, sunny evening, I said, no, I can't do that. I'll have to wait until later in the day. But as it was, it turned out fine. So I've just literally done the three bouquets and I've just made a cup of coffee and I thought I'll just blurb into this uh, and talk to you. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I, just think, I just know that I've just lost complete focus on everything. Luckily, John's just sort of holding it all together um, this week. He's just been, you know, just getting on with the things in my absence, if I'm not here or, you know, just getting on with doing the animals or dragging the paddocks or everything else. So, you know, that's that sort of teamwork. It's the kind of thing that, you know, when he was, you know, when it was his, you know, his, I know it's his daughter and his grandson, but uh, when it was his dad um, and, you know, the, the whole things that come with that and his mama, it was me holding the fort. So, you know, we're a team, you know, it has to be teamwork, um, and uh, which is lucky, we're lucky that we've got, uh, you know, the two of us, because I know some people do it by themselves, which is um, incredible. And uh, I don't know how they do that. I'll just say, I don't know. But yeah, so that's what I'm doing right this minute. Where I'm stopping for a coffee break and doing that. Um, I, don't, I was going to say something else. I can't even remember what I was going to say now. I need to get my head together. This is what I need to do. And it just is all over the place. But it is, you know when you run somewhere like this life runs alongside as well and it just they sometimes they clash and crash and um you know yeah i we're lucky uh, lucky that we have each other to fall back on that will um help out and well take over in one area or another uh when that happens because it uh i imagine it would be very stressful otherwise I'll just update you on a few things, small holding related. Um, so the egg sales have gone back to um, doing well. I don't know if it's because it's the summer holidays and we've got, we do have quite, a, we've got a big campsite, um, caravan site down the road. We've also got um, the farm up the road from us has opened a pitch up site this um, year, but they do sell their own eggs and things. So um, not sure we'd be getting lots of uh, customers from them, but um, we do seem to be... Um, selling the eggs again so 
that was good. And, you know, some people even came and they said, you know, you haven't got any eggs today. And I said, no, but, you know, about two, three, four weeks ago, they were racking up in, you know, trays and I didn't know what to do with them. And now um, every day almost we're, we're sort of selling out, which is great, um, which is good. And I'm selling tomatoes and cucumbers and courgettes and um also you know got a lot for myself as well uh the turkey um she's been sat on eggs now for a while it's a bit late in the season but um whether she manages to hatch any or not i don't know uh i don't even know when she started sitting because obviously john feeds them all so i'm not even sure when she started to sit um i just noticed that the turkey eggs were not coming in must um, probably a couple of weeks now um I don't know how long they sit for, whether it's, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know what, uh, whether she'll hatch any or not. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Um, uh, yeah, all the other birds are sort of like doing fine. They're all out and scratching around in the dust bowl that is uh, the small holding at the minute. The ducks... Um, probably wondering what's happened to their their rain puddle because they we uh, they've got like um we dug out a, a kind of a pond um and, and we're on clay so it does hold when it rains it holds water for quite a bit it gets a bit sludgy in the bottom sometimes but uh, you know when it rains it fills up it's um great but they, they haven't had that for months so <laughs> they're probably wondering why on earth they've got no water uh in their little pond um yeah everything else is just like tickling along really um I think the one thing I'm really disappointed in is uh, the lack of vegetables. And that's entirely my fault um, because I shifted my focus over to the flowers and um, just sort of, you know, I, I'd grown vegetables, but I didn't grow very many. And now I'm really regretting um, not putting in uh, things like turnips and um, beetroot and... Well, actually, what I'm regretting putting in, but um, normally we'd have like tons of runner beans, and I don't know. Sometimes we just end up with so many, I don't even know what to do with them. I probably wouldn't have had time to do a lot of with them anyway. Uh, but um, you know, I am, I am a little bit disappointed in myself for not sort of having more uh, vegetables. Um, I've just grown no salad this year because I just didn't have the space. Um, yeah, I yeah, I just I need to get that all sorted. Um, I think you know once they're once once this year's out of the way a little bit. I don't want to rush. I never want to say I've never been one of those people who say, "Oh, I can't wait for my holiday to come." Oh, I can't wait for Christmas to come. Oh, I can't wait because I don't want to wish my life away. I don't want to hurry it along. And not that it does, but I, I, I'm just not one of those people. Um, so I just, I'll just regroup and refocus for next year. And I, you know, towards the end of the year now, it'll be a case of getting everything ready and. Uh, Definitely, mulching is definitely going to be my big, uh, big thing um, come next year, or because mulching is definitely the way forward. I just, I just in the back of my head, I think, oh, I know what you're going to do, Dora. You're going to mulch, and it's going to absolutely hammer down all summer next year, and everything's going to go rotten. <laughs> it's just because you can't, uh, you can't second guess it, and uh, you know things never turn out the way that you think they're going to. 
Um, yeah, we've not had to do a lot of grass cutting because there's no grass. Um, just the, you know, the hand grass cut bits that are, just want tidying up. We, you know, really there's, um, it's just going along, drying out. Hello, Mr. Robin, coming down to pinch cat biscuits. Um, yeah, it's just going along, tickling along really at the minute, uh, and I, you know, I'm trying, I'm still harvesting what, what I've been growing, but I just feel like I'm not as busy at that this year as I normally would be. Normally that would be my, take my entire waking moments. Um, and I, it's kind of spread a little bit now, which is fine. It's, you know, it's good. It's, it's the way I, I'm enjoying it. So that's great. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else to update you on on the, on the small holding really we can't we can't get any new chickens i'm not sure whether we are going to get any new ones or whether we're just gonna because when come again once the summer dies down we're just gonna end up with lots of eggs because people don't want to come out you know they can't they don't want to come out in there they don't mind walking up the road and on a nice sunny day or out cycling or anything like that but they don't really want to come when it's cold and wet and windy or even snowy so um yeah it's a decision we'll make when the time comes as to whether we buy in any more or not really i suppose it's one of those it's uh <clears throat> nearly half past three and uh it's been raining yay it's still drizzling um <laughs> it's not much but it's it's more than we've been getting for such a long time that it's uh it's great um Oh, yeah, it's fresh and freshen everything up as well. It means I don't have to water either. That's good. Um, what I've been, what have I been doing? Well, I took, oh, yeah, so I made up the bouquets and all the poses, and the lady came and collected those, which was lovely. And then I thought, well, while I've got a clear space on the table, I will just finish off uh, titivating the uh, dried flowers for the wedding because I just wanted to put some extra bits in. Once I'd done the big two arrangements, I wanted to put some extra bits in into the table arrangements. So I'm quite sure how much I was going to have left. And I've I've probably got about a fifth uh, left of all the flowers that I dried. So um, I've used quite a lot. Um, and I've just got a few left now. So I'll start drying a few more. Um I just literally had word that um, uh, baby is being discharged. Oscar's being discharged today, um, which is fantastic. <clears throat> so that means they'll be coming home tonight, all of them together as a family, which is absolutely fabulous. And uh, can't wait to have proper cuddles with my new grandson. And uh, yeah, and have a just sit down a cup of tea and that with Charlie and that and. Just make sure she's all right and everything. But yes, fantastic news um, that he'll be coming home today. So that's amazing. Um, I'm just waiting for the twins to arrive. I've got the dinner on. Uh, just normal stuff today, really. Just normal bits and pieces. But uh, yeah, I can breathe a sigh of relief now and um, refocus on other things. Um, I've also had a number of sort of messages uh, today as well. Um, one of the things about always having lived in the near t nearby town um, my entire life and John's entire life and definitely his 
entire plumbing career is that I often get messages <laughs> so I, I often the, the in-between person between somebody who uh, who's trying to get hold of John um, so I get lots of messages for his uh could you pass his message on to John or etc etc which is uh, fine also had a message from um one of the ladies we get our honey some of our honey from uh, she messaged today to say would I like some um uh pure cut honeycomb um to sell in the thing and i'm like oh yes please i'd love some of that so um that's great got some of that what i I like is uh you know people have got stuff to sell i've got footfall so you know it's a bit of a collaboration which is um fabulous really it's it's, you know it's it's what we want um so yeah uh i've been got some honeycomb and uh putting that out for sale now as well so that's great uh twins just arrived so i'm gonna get off of here and uh get on hello it's friday um it's a gloriously sunny day the sky is blue but um it doesn't feel too hot uh, it's not it's not stifling it's it's nearly 12 o'clock and i just walked out to the egg shed in a <clears throat> in a vest top and um i'm not cringing or diving back indoors it's it's not overly hot you know it's not too hot uh so this morning i have been uh, well last night i spent the evening um around at charlie macca's with our new grandson um uh, they came home which was fabulous for them and um, I just, some bits I'd ordered that she needed, I took round there uh, and stayed the evening and uh, had a cuddles with my grandson, Oscar. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, morning I've just been, mostly I've been um, just um, pottering, pottering around really. Um, I've been, what did I do? I Actually, I actually cut some flowers for my kitchen. <laughs> because I'm just I don't get to do that very often so I thought I'm gonna cut some flowers for my kitchen and then I uh cut some flowers to dry I uh, got some drying and um then mostly I've been uh actually I just sat down here it's too hot for me to sit out in it <laughs> and mostly I've been looking up um uh, there's a lot of chatter um on social media about you know the looming energy crisis price rises and all of that thing so I thought well I need to get my my head on really and sort myself out as I did talk about I'm gonna probably see if I find a second hand slow cooker um or Samantha said she's got one that she doesn't use so I might borrow that from her for a while um and so, uh, yeah, I've been looking up different kind of slow cooker recipes and um, what you can do in a slow cooker. There's a whole range of things that are fabulous. Um, so I'll keep all of those in mind. Um, and then also I've ordered um, quite a lot of, uh, quite a few things that will be, um, help me to save time, money, energy and food. Um, so the the pour and store bags are fantastic for soups when you've made a big batch of soup you're not going to eat it all at once uh put it in a pour and store bag and um freeze that 
Um, what else did I buy? Oh, I've also used, uh, somebody gave me some once and, um, I used, <laughs> so the, um, they're bags that you put the veg in and then you put them in the microwave and they steam the veg inside the bag. Brilliant. They're really good. They do work absolutely well, brilliantly well. Um, uh, looking at, I have a, like a three tier steamer pan thing, but I don't have a lid for the top of that that fits. So, um, I'm trying to find either um i'll see if i can find a set of steam pans in the charity shop or a new lid for the ones that i've got uh, either or because that'll all be that'll all save time money um and energy uh what else did i look oh a microwave saucepan um now one time i was very adverse to using a microwave um, back in the day, you know, when they all said, oh, you know, this microwave is going to get out and fry it. But obviously technology has come on a massively amount since 30-odd um, years ago. And so uh, we do. But I, I generally speaking, only use my microwave to um, heat, heat, heat up things like beans and uh, things like that. Not, I don't use it for very much else. But that's mainly because I don't really have any uh, pans I can put in there, any thing so I thought if I get a couple of little saucepans um they'll be ideal for that I don't think I'd go as far as to frying my bacon and cooking my eggs in there but I'm not sure you know I've never tried it my dad always says swear by it but um uh, I've not tried it so who knows might work yeah uh what else oh energy efficient light bulbs because um a lot of the light bulbs we've got in here are not energy efficient uh so I thought I'd get a pack of energy efficient light bulbs, change all those over. Just little things, really. Um, there's a massive, like I said, there's a massive amount of chatter this morning about the energy prices. And um, I just I just think it's really counterproductive of the energy companies to um, be paying out massive dividends. I mean, if they're making profit, that's one thing, but, uh, make, but paying out massive dividends... Um, is another thing entirely and I it, I think to me it seems counterproductive to uh, they're obviously having to pay a, a bigger price for their raw materials whatever that you know so that's fair enough they have to pass those um, price hikes on to consumers but um, the way that the energy is going up at the minute uh, to me then they're going to end up with a lot of people in debt and a lot of people who can't pay their bills, which to me seems counterproductive to the, you know, to their business. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it would seem that if they could eat, do some sort of easing, that would be a whole lot better. I don't know. But they just seem to just make massive profits. And uh, there's nothing wrong with making a profit. But if you're going to make a profit, and your business is going to suffer eventually from that because people can't pay it. I don't, you know, I don't know how those two things work together. I can't see how they work together. And I said to, you know, my brother's saying about it, and I said, well, what we have to do as consumers is we all have to collectively get together and and uh, turn everything off and um, hit them where it hurts. You know, let them know that there's a. This is a because you can't. How can you? You, you can protest all you like, but actually, you physically got to do something. You know, and if you're not using their energy, um, they're not making any money out of you. So <laughs> that's uh, one way. But that, you know, that would take some kind of massive, um, massive uh, campaign to do that. And uh, 
you know. And obviously a lot of, it's easier said than done, I get that. It just seems to me that, you know, again, the consumer does have the power, but they have to move collectively in order to um, to get their point across. But in the meantime, as individuals, we should all be looking at ways that we can save um, energy and use a lot less of it. So consequently, I am also, uh, we've got one big freezer that I've been trying to run down. It's almost, em- well, not, it's almost empty. It, it, it's, it, it's on and it's, there's not a lot in it, but the other one's full. So I can't move any, any of that across and defrost it and turn it off yet. So I'm looking at, right, I need to move this. I need to, you know, cook this. I need to do this um, because it's not going to be uh, efficient when it's A, half empty and B, full of frost and stuff. That's going to be the worst thing for it. So I'm, so I've just actually this morning I've got out a chicken carcass, um, which I always save those. But I thought, right, I will. What I'll do is I will uh, defrost that and um, you know use all, put it in the slow cooker at some point and get all the goodness off of it, and then I'll give the bones to the dogs and stuff. Um, and I also took out some um, oxtail. Uh, and I, they are actually in the slow cooker at the minute with a whole load of vegetables to make some oxtail vegetable soup, which then I will, uh, well, we'll either have it later today, some of it, or we will, I will bag it up for the freezer um, for use in the winter. So there are some cracking um, cheap cuts of meat out there that um, are ideal, especially for soups, uh, things like oxtails and that. And... Um, you know, I've said before, pork fillet is a very cheap cut of meat at the minute. And uh, it, get, you know, it, it depends how many of you there are. But for two of us, that goes a long way. Um, so literally, it's something like three quid, um, which would probably do two or three meals in various different forms. So it's, it's pretty good. And also um, in my freezer, I have got things like heart and liver. So... I've just been looking at recipes for lamb's heart and um, I don't, I can't think I've ever eaten one, but uh, it seems like if I slow cook it, braise it slowly, it will be very tender um, and I'm kind of hoping, and apparently it tastes very lamby, so I'm kind of hoping that once I've uh, braised it and it's tender and uh, John won't even know that it's heart that he's eating rather than lamb, he'll just say, oh, it's a nice lamb. <laughs> <laughs> that's our kind of hoping if he doesn't well you know I'll, you know i'll eat it myself and that's fine but um hopefully you know he won't notice there is liver in there now i do love liver and onions um i can't cook liver and onions like my mum used to cook liver and onions but that was a very long time ago my mum is now vegetarian <laughs> so um i don't really know i mean i probably what i could probably do is bake that um cook it so it's quite baked hard chop it and uh it we can use that for dog treats it's not going to get wasted um because there'd be no point cooking liver and onions just for me and i i really can't cook it successfully so i've tried i did try once years ago i thought no that doesn't taste like my mum's <laughs> so i don't know maybe i'll give it another go who knows we'll see um, it's really good for you so um, yeah, so basically that's what I've been doing this morning, looking up various different things, um, ways of I can, uh, you know, A, save a lot of things, save time, save money, save energy, 
um, which is my sort of bit bit of my focus now. Basically, what I'm trying not to do is use the cooker, the oven, and the grill if I can help it. So only for you know special occasions when I've got to do a whole roast for the family. The rest of the time, I'm trying to work out ways that I can cook everything successfully, either using the slow cooker, the microwave, or the induction hob, which is what we've got, and use that as efficiently as possible. Because I think um, that's definitely got to be the way forward, really. And then once I've thought about all of those things, I will go on an energy-efficient drive all around the place to see what uh, what else I can turn off <laughs> that we don't actually need on all the time. Um, yeah, I might even I might even look up thermal blinds or something like that just to just to see everything. Every little thing that you can do will help to save that uh, save that money. Um, yeah, it's good. I did say to my brother, well, I could always, it might even be cheaper to run battery powered lights inside your house than it will be to, um, to run, uh, light bulbs from the mains. Um, I dread to think what is going to happen for a lot of people because potentially people are going to resort to candles and things and, you know, that's going to be a whole, uh, that's why we moved a lot, you know, we moved away from that and we don't burn candles anyway as I'm paranoid about them, and so is John. So we don't really burn candles, but, um, yeah, I can see there'll be a few uh, accidents come in for people who are trying to find better, well, cheap ways to heat or light their houses. It's, um, I think it's going to be a scary winter ahead in terms of uh, electric or energy costs. Hello, it's um, Sunday the 28th. I don't know where the, the time has gone, but it's uh, disappeared somewhere. Um, yesterday, uh, so I probably spoke Friday. Yesterday, um, had a busy day. Uh, what do I do in the morning? Oh, John and I, yeah, we we're really busy in the morning. So um, we uh, sorted out the two other beds, two other, other beds that are running down in formation for the... Um, perennial uh, bits and pieces for the flower cutting so now that's so the the beds that now border the the lawn are uh, done full and I've got my roses in there and I've got some sedums and um, oh, I'm just trying to see what I've got all kinds of things really um, a bed of hydrangeas different types different colours different type well different colours I don't know about that because I always thought they grew to according to the um, soil type. But um, some tall white ones and some uh, ones that got white and then they half turned to pink and then pink ones and blue ones. All kinds. Um, and then, yeah, and I've got... A, then a, right at the top, I've got a bed of, well, I sort of like herbs. So I've got sage and oregano and um, some English mace, which is quite nice and tall and... Um, architectural and some love not lovage angelica in there and then the sedums next bed's got uh softlier um i can't remember what that one is can't remember what that all sorts of things different things a range of different things so that bed is done now and at the end of that i've got a, a massive um pot of different types of mint 
uh, and I also planted up a lemon balm into a pot yesterday because uh, those sort of things just go everywhere. I don't want them everywhere, but I do want them. Yeah, so we spent, um, you know, time shoveling compost and then uh, um, planting it up, topping it with bark to keep the moisture in, uh, getting the path in between topped up with bark. Um, the twins came because Mia went on a riding lesson, but they was all right. They helped uh, help John and I, you know, shovel up bark and stuff. So they were quite, that was quite good. They were quite um, helpful doing that in a way as helpful as three-year-olds are um and then in the afternoon when Samantha came back from riding with Mia we um, I went around with her for the twins and Mia to meet Oscar their new cousin which was lovely and we came back here and uh, at four o'clock we went round to my niece's for her 21st birthday party where we stayed for the rest of the evening she had a an ABBA themed a uh, birthday party and a, and a tribute band um, singing and uh, yeah, great fun. And my and my nephew did the cooking. Uh, he's got a smoker. He's into his smoked uh, smoking, and he's been smoking this piece of uh, pork for twenty four hours. <laughs> it was absolutely delicious. It was the food was amazing. It was great. Uh, meanwhile, John went on a stag drink with uh, Luke and Martin and that and. Uh, yeah, so that was yesterday. It was full on yesterday. So this morning uh, we've got up and um, gone out because there was. I'm still trying. I was still trying to hunt down these two plants that I really wanted, which I'm glad to say I've now found. Um, one is the um, like the Chinese lantern, you know, the orange papery. Uh, it's like husks, if you like um because i want those for sort of uh october bouquets really and then the other one was the goldenrod which i'm hoping is going to dry nicely um if not it'll fill a space somewhere but uh i couldn't find them anywhere for a long time but now i've got them so that's good also obviously picked up a few other bits and pieces while i was out popped into a different garden center for some breakfast um and then come home and i'm going to I was just going around the garden centre thinking all their stuff is still in flower massively and mine is like not and um, I think half of it is because you know they're constantly watering and feeding theirs and I'm not because I'm struggling to get around to watering it all um, so I thought today I'll come out here it's sort of sunny sometimes but mainly overcast at the minute and so I thought I would uh, come out here and get a few watering cans of feed onto a few things get them going then i've got to try and find places for the things that i've just uh, bought i still can't plant into the main beds in the front the mainly the shrub bed because it's too hard and you know still haven't had any rain um so i'm going to check my apple trees later the eating apples just to see if any of those are ready yeah so it's got a nice sunday actually nice quiet sunday i forgot it totally forgot it's bank holiday weekend um just going to shorten our week entirely because obviously we've got the wedding on Thursday so and I really need to get my backside into gear for that too really as um, in terms of sorting my outfit out completely and um, just finalising all the arrangements for getting over there and taking stuff over there and everything else but uh, yeah it'll be uh, going to be a, a full on week I think and then after that we can kind of heave a sigh of relief and all the children go back to school um and uh yeah all of our 
sort of main events have come and gone and it's on to you know autumn and winter then so Whee. I was going to say it's Monday morning because that's what I thought, but it's actually Tuesday morning. Uh, Tuesday morning after the bank holiday Monday. <laughs> so it, that's going to throw everybody, well, throw me anyway, it didn't take much. Um, yeah, what have we been doing? Uh, no idea. Um, I think, well, Saturday, no, Sunday, one of the days. I have no idea. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, see, it's like complete. So, um, on Sunday morning, we got up um, fairly early um, and we went off to a proper um, local nursery. It's a walled garden nursery, beautiful Victorian walled garden nursery. And, um, oh, walled garden is something I would uh, absolutely adore to have, but um, I do think that's ever going to happen in my lifetime. You never know, never say never. Um, but uh, to to find two plants that have evaded me every time I've gone out anywhere to look for it, I've even tried <clears throat> asking um, on social media and somebody did have one and they dug it up and they'd literally put it in their um, green waste bin. Uh, but they were going to dig it back, get get it back out of there and then found out that her husband had actually put the, the bin out and the bin men had been... <laughs> earlier than that they normally come etc etc so um but uh, so eventually I've, i thought well, i said to john well, i'll go to this um proper nursery and i'll see if i can find the two plants that i've been looking for um for a while one is a uh, golden rod um and i know i think it's really gone out of fashion because it's a job to find it anywhere to be honest in any of the normal uh, you know the garden centers it's a job to find um and I found that goldenrod, actually, when I was looking up the conditions that it likes to grow in, and I didn't realise this, it's um, terribly... You can make a tea out of it, and it's terribly good for um, things like inflammation and rheumatitis. Rheumatitis. Rheumatism. And things like that, So, uh, which I didn't know. Um, I don't... Uh, some of the herbs I know what are good for, but I'm not really um, into the medicinal side of herbs culinary more but <clears throat> yeah so that's good so anyway i've finally found some goldenrod um and i think what i i want that to I want to try and dry some of that because it's beautiful yellow and hope hopefully it'll dry i don't know if it will but um and also it'll look quite nice in um bouquets and stuff the other one was um is the chinese lantern you know with the orange husk and i, I don't know if that's exactly the same i don't think it is is the one that like the Cape Gooseberry, but I'm not entirely sure actually. Now thinking about it, reading about it on the internet, I'm not entirely sure. Um, so I wanted to sort of establish well an established plant, but they were quite reasonably priced. So I bought two, which have already got the green husks on them, so they will go. And I wanted those for um, sort of October bouquets, you know, for leading up to Halloween. <clears throat> so they kind of fill a gap. Um, of flowers really uh always thinking about flowers these days um yeah the other thing i i my my mind is racing at the minute so the other thing i've done is um 
I have put out the feelers for a uh, Christmas wreath workshop evening. I say work, you know, evening of where we all get together and make a Christmas wreath. And um, I want to do that with all natural base as well. So I will go out and collect all the hazel or willow or whatever, or even weeping birch, make all of the um, bases for that. And um, I'll buy in... Um, UK moss, UK grown moss, because I don't think we're going to have enough moss. You can gather up the moss out of your grass, um, which I did do last year, but we, I don't think we're going to have enough this year because it's very dry. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing I've been thinking is I want to have a go at making some um, uh, flower blue, flower brooms. So um, also for October display, uh, you know, Halloween display. So you make a, a besom broom if you like with flowers dried flowers instead of besom so i'm gonna have a go at that uh obviously i've got uh all the dried flowers well that's what i was doing i can't remember what date what morning i was doing that maybe it was yesterday morning uh finalizing all the tiny little bits that i've got in the dried flowers for samantha's wedding so everything is now ready um all of the uh buttonholes are all marked up with people's names got the pins in there I've taken out any foliage that's dried to a crisp and I've put in some uh, different foliage. Um, I've divided it up into little boxes where they've got to go. So Josh and Florence have got a box and then Mia and George and Lucy have got a box and then the, the um, groomsmen have got a box. And then there's a box that will go with us over to Samantha's for the bride and the bridesmaids. And then the, bo and then the rest of it is going to go over to the venue. So... Uh, yeah, and I literally this morning I've just emptied out all the confetti into the basket that we're going to put it in, um, the dried petal confetti. So that's a, yeah, I've done, that's a tick. So the flowers are done and they are all good to go. Uh, so that's good. Yesterday also we we um, sorted out, well, I tried on, made sure all my outfit was, got all the bits for that. Yep, that's already. John's, I've just got to dig out his shirt and iron that. <coughs> and... Uh, he tried on his suit and everything yesterday. Um, it's a higher suit came, yeah, so, uh, that, but he had to try it on just to make sure it's okay, so it's a bit big, but um, he tends to wear his uh, waistband down under his belly. Not that he's got a massive belly, <laughs> he hasn't, but he does wear it underneath rather than um, on the top, which I think is where they measured it, because it's about two inches too big, but he'll have to wear about. Uh, <laughs> so we're all good to go on that department too. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of uh, logistical working out now of where we've got to be, when, when things have got to go to the venue, which luckily the venue is closed the day before, so we can take all our stuff over there and, uh, uh, you know, all the flowers and the, everything else over there the day before. So that'll be Wednesday. And then it'll be wedding day on Thursday. It's all go. It's all go, people. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, um, it's quite nice. It's exciting but nerve-wracking at the same time, hoping that everything's going to just go off as it ought to go. So that would be good. I think one of the biggest nerve-wracking things will be that Luke is always late for everything, but it does have two best men in charge of him, so hopefully they will get him to the church on time <laughs> rather than the bride. Um, yeah, he's always notoriously late. John, I made John practice his speech two or three times, so um, we've got all that sorted and hopefully nailed. <clears throat> um, Yesterday, being back holiday Monday, was a bonus holiday. So we, I said to John, I we, uh, did the flowers and that in the morning, did all the usual jobs. And then um, 
we popped round to Shelley's just for a couple of hours and then came back and then we I said right we'll sit down and watch a film because it's not something we really get to do very often so we watched a film for the rest of the afternoon then had our dinner and uh yeah we just bimbled really bimbled about and didn't do a lot so it's a nice to have a bonus a bonus rest day not that we ever rest entirely but there you go um so yeah, uh, what's on the agenda for today? Well, I've already, I've just um, made sure everything is all right there. I've been out and cut some um, uh, echinops to hang up to dry. So I'm going to carry on drying, doing dried flowers. Um, on the, one of the groups I'm on, I, uh, I've been telling them about what I've been doing, and I've, I've sort of said, right, this is, uh, this is what I've done for the wedding. These are the costings that I came up for if I thought about doing it for somebody else now i got my costings to around about 700 pound um and i i i'm aware that i was erring on the side of caution and a little bit tentative because you know i'm not really out there doing it and um so my mentor said oh no you she said you're way off the mark there that should be about that would be around about 1500 pound worth of flowers and I'm like, what? <laughs> That's insane for a wedding. Um, but it, it's not, if you know what I mean, because I've spent all that time growing those flowers and then drying those flowers and arranging those flowers. And I've got those flowers, I, you know. So they're not sort of generic standard flowers that you can, you know, even dried flowers that you just go and buy. They're all different types of flowers. So, um, you know, what I'm saying is they're sort of artisan bespoke uh, dried flowers. Uh, so I, I guess in that respect, you know, she's right. Well, I know she's right. She's in the business herself. So she knows the figures, <laughs> she knows what's what. Um, and so I'm like, wow, blimey, you know, that definitely is something to consider then if anybody asks me, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'll go out and say, oh, this is what I do. You know, I'm, I'm not going to advertise. I do dried flowers for weddings. I, but if somebody, um, you know, sees them on social media or whatever and wants them, then I certainly would consider doing it for somebody. Um, especially, you know, if you're making decent money out of that. So, uh, yeah, back to this. So I, I put out a thing for the wreath workshop and had good, some good feedback for that. So probably do one, maybe two evenings of that, um, which is good. Uh, just got to organise the pool room, get some outside lights put up and stuff, just little bits, but... The rest of it will be easy, and I think it'll be quite fun to do that. Um, yeah, so it's all going sort of in a flowery direction. I'm aware that I need to go and harvest tomatoes this morning. Though I've got tomatoes, I, I've, the tomatoes in the eggshell that haven't sold. So, um, I'd, uh, you know, I'm always reluctant to go and harvest more when those haven't sold, and I've got to do something with the, the pounds and pounds of them that I've got. Um, it's quite, well, it's a, it's a blue sky. It did look as though it was going to rain this morning, but I looked on the rain radar. There's no rain in those clouds that were there, but they've now passed. It's quite, it's a bit breezy. And we are due some rain, quite a bit of rain, I think, next week. Um, I still haven't had any update, um, from the IBC tank man. Now, I, <laughs> so, I say I haven't had any update. I have been conversing with him. Um, he's really struggling and I... I said, I get it, but I just need to know, you know, I need just need updates. He's been into hospital and um, now he's going to try and get his daughter to deliver them. 
um, I just I get it. I just think, am I being strung along here? I don't think I am, but um, you never know. <laughs> so uh, this is go goes on, and supposedly now it's going to be this week sometime. Well, yeah, um, Tuesday, maybe Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. Might get a message from him. You never know. Um, hopefully not Thursday when I'm not here because it's the wedding day. <laughs> that just be that's uh, that's what happens sod's law that is you know i think oh my goodness yeah it's totally the only one day that i definitely can't be here to do that and um that's the day you want to deliver we'll see that's what usually happens as you probably all know <laughs> uh yeah so that's about i'm just gonna find some bits and pieces to do um get tomato sorted and no doubt jobs just sort of pop up in front of you i'm gonna go and do them john's done all the animals this morning and gone off to work um that's about it really for the morning so far and the weekend i can't remember what else we we did that um i think in particular i don't think i did any i, I think oh i did a bit of planting up outside but not masses um everything still desperately desperately needs a good uh, soaking and some rain and um, we're looking at the oak tree now and all the inner uh, leaves have uh, gone brown and shriveled so the, the, all the all of the trees will drop their leaves very early this year I think um, as that's what they mean about an early autumn I don't think they necessarily mean we're going to have early autumn weather uh, but the trees it will feel like autumn because the trees will be dropping their leaves very um, early but uh, you know hey ho morning it's half past 10 um on the 31st of august wednesday um it's sunny and cloudy and quite breezy uh, the reason i'm sat outside at the minute is because i am waiting for these ibc tanks to arrive which should be arriving any minute now and i don't get a very good signal indoors so i need to come outside just in case they need to get hold of me to find out you know if they're lost or find out where we are exactly um, I'm hoping they turn up. I had a message this morning to say they will be here around that time. So, fingers crossed. Um, it's the day before the wedding. Um, it's uh, been full on. I've made sure this morning I've been up. Make, well, I had to do two lots of flowers this morning first as well. Um, so, I got those done first thing. Uh, and then it was on to making sure John had his suit and all his underwear and his hanky and his, uh, you know, his ties already done, pre-done, so he doesn't have to do it himself. Um, his buttonholes in, his speech is in his pocket. And then on to my stuff, make sure my overnight bag is ready and um, all my all my outfit is ready. <sighs> uh, generally catching up with all everybody, making sure all our timings are good. <laughs> I will, you know, next week it's going to be, oh, I don't actually know what to do with myself this week because, <laughs> or maybe I will, i just got so much to do in the garden as well that it would be nice to be able to just think, oh, I can, I can do that without thinking about anything else now at the minute. Yeah, it's been pretty full on for the last uh, few weeks with the school holidays and that as well, but the last couple of weeks certainly been very full on. Um, these IBC tanks, if they ever arrive, are going to make a massive difference. There's another 12,000 litres of water that we can catch um, because, uh, you know, it's very... I think that's them here now. I'll catch up in a minute. So that was indeed the delivery of the 12 um, IBC tanks. 
that we've been waiting for. So that is another 12,000 litres of water we'll be able to collect off of the roof um, for times when, you know, we've got no water. Well, we'll we, we use it anyway, but, um, you know, it'll make life easier at times when we've got no water. However, having said that, um, it's not going to do us enough for a year, another year like we've had this year. We've we just had a... A total lack of rain for months now. Um, I think we had one or two days of drizzle, but um, it's just there's just nothing. It's just nothing, and you know, and it makes me wonder because you look at the news at the minute, and Pakistan is flooded everywhere, and it's just um, it's horrendous. It's like the world's trying to, you know, teach us a lesson, really, um, which it probably is. Mother Nature probably is trying to teach us a lesson. Um, but the lesson that we learn is that we need to collect more water. And I would advise anybody who, you know, well, anybody at all, ever, you know, even if you've just got a garden, to get collect as much water as you can, as much rainwater as you possibly can. Because um, going forward, I think this is going to be um, a regular occurrence. And so, you know, the, uh, the best way to deal with it is to look ahead and um, plan for that. Um, which I have been saying for years and only just got around to doing, so I know, I know what that's like. <laughs> I think, oh yeah, I'll get around to that, I'll get around to that. Um, but hopefully now we have got these uh, tanks and at, at some point over the winter, John will connect them all together. The good thing actually is is that I they are all black IBC tanks too, so the algae won't um, build, you know, because if you have white tanks, then you tend to end up with green algae inside that you then got to... Um, clean that out pretty regularly um yeah so i can't even remember what i was saying it's been full on but now at least they're here they're done they're delivered i did have to call john back to come and help us um unload them because uh the chap's daughter came um and although she's quite able um as am I, they're quite bulky. Uh, so we needed just an extra pair of hands. So that's done. And now I'm uh, collected up all of the flowers now onto the table, ready to, for when Samantha arrives and we will take that to the venue. <sighs> I don't, I think at some point today, I would like quite, just like some brain space, but I don't know if I'm actually going to get any at all. We will see. Um, so, in light of the fact that I've got a lot of things coming up now, uh, days of, well, at least two two days, half a day, one whole day, another half a day of um, full-on stuff, I probably am going to end this here, and I probably will publish this later this evening when I've got time, because in the morning I'm not going to have time to do that. So, thank you for listening <laughs> to this <laughs> ramble this week, um, and... Uh, I'll catch up with you again next week and I think things, well I know things are going to be definitely a lot calmer I can focus definitely a lot more on the actual day to day running of this place um, putting plans in how I want to move forward with things um, there'll be, there's a lot of work to do uh, through the autumn coming up in order to get A, the flower beds established that I want to get and then B to plan all the vegetables that I just it just ran away with me this year and I didn't get what I really wanted in and I also just I think I need to just have a rethink about what we actually use what we eat what sells well what doesn't um and and just maybe concentrate my efforts into those 
into the things that you know we do eat the things that i do want to grow and the things that do sell and anything else think no well you know it's gone by the by i'm i'm pretty disappointed this year my um normally i try to grow pumpkins each year for the kids uh they <laughs> They're dismal. They're dismal because I just have not been able to give them the amount of water that they need. Um, it hasn't rained. I, you know, and they are not that important in the grand scheme of things. So um, they've gone by the by. You know, the kids will just happily go down to the local supermarket and buy one for a quid. <laughs> They're not going to worry. Um, it's just that I grow them for my own satisfaction to give to the children. So, but there you go. That's uh, that's what's happened this year, and I can't change that now. So, um, yeah. So that is it for this week, really. Uh, oh, I just, I'm just exhausted already. Thanks for listening, and I will catch up with you next week, and I'll let you know all about how the wedding went, and uh, what I'm going to be concentrating on next. <laughs>